This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. We're in this very interesting, important, and please let us not go into 2023 the same people as we are in 2022 when it comes around violence against women and children. This time is 16 days of activism for no violence against women and children. And when we look at the statistics out there, they are shocking. Uh, in referring to this time where abuse is rife in South Africa, there are women ending up with children that they do not want. There are socioeconomic reasons for women ending up with children that they do not want. And what they're simply doing on many of these ladies, they're just abandoning the babies. But there are better and safer options than just abandoning a baby somewhere random like some mothers are doing and hoping that something good will happen. There is good, though, and I'm uh, going to be chatting to Nadine Grabham. She's the operations director of Door of Hope Children's Mission, also the co-founder of Baby Savers SA. Uh, Good morning, Nadine. Unusual way of introducing you with shocking statistics and things that make us go, ugh, I wish it would be different, but you're on the front line. You're in the thick of it. Good morning. Good morning, Brad. Thank you so much for for this opportunity. And yes, it is in did a very sad introduction, but uh, that's the reality we unfortunately face in South Africa. So we're talking about operations director, or being the operations director of Doors of Hope Children's Mission. Let's start off finding out what exactly is Doors of Hope. So the Door of Hope is a registered um, child and youth care centre that was established in um, 1999 in the inner city of Johannesburg. We are the first organisation in the world to install the modern day baby saver. This was done in July in 1999 and since then we have taken in close to 1,800 babies that have come through our baby saver, through the uh, police and through hospitals and generally the babies stay in our care until they are adopted or wherever possible reunited with a biological family. Uh, what's a baby saver? You, you said 1,800 babies through the baby saver, what's that? Okay, not all of them through our baby saver. Sure. Um, we, we have received 259 that has come through our baby saver. So a baby saver is basically a metal box that is either built into a wall of a building or it could also be freestanding. It is fitted out with an alarm that, that is triggered when a baby is placed in the baby saver to alert first responders Uh, of the arrival of the baby. So at Door of Hope, a baby comes through our baby saver, which is situated at our baby home. We uh, remove the baby from the baby saver and do an immediate medical check and take it from there. Um, The way you say it, as beautiful as it is, it's, it's really very basic, isn't it? It's just kind of like a metal box is saving babies' lives. Uh, it's it's incredible. So how how do people know about baby saver? Is it just something that's well known in the community and people consider, okay, this is maybe an option. If I if I can't do this when the baby's born, I realize I don't have what it takes. I don't want to. I can't do this. I can't bear to do it. And they are, they know there's there's a place like a baby saver. I mean, is it something that's well known in the community? Unfortunately, it's not well known, Brad. And oh. um, the reason for that is because in South Africa we don't have safe haven laws. So any type of abandonment is illegal. So even when a mommy places 
places her baby in a baby saver. It's still considered as abandonment, which is a criminal offense. That is why Baby Saver South Africa was created, is to change the law um, to legalize safe relinquishment through a baby saver and to change the narrative from abandonment to safe relinquishment. And that is what we are fighting for. We have put together a, a, a law proposal that's been submitted to Parliament to recognize baby, a baby saver as a safe alternative and a last option for desperate mothers, a safe alternative to unsafe baby abandonment. So, Nadine, what do you think is standing in the way of getting that law passed? Oh, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, baby abandonment has plagued the country for years, and there's no apparent uh, decline. Due to lack of government-based research, um, it is difficult to track abandonment rates in South Africa. There are just no measures in place to counter it. Um, private research that was done in 2010, 2016 and 2018 by D. Blackie and the Medical Research Institute showed that around 3,500 babies survive abandonment every year. And for every baby found alive, two are found dead. Yikes. So that can just, you can just imagine how high those figures are and how many babies are actually never found that are unsafely abandoned. So you've got this baby saver and if abandonment by the parents is illegal uh, yet you're still seeing so many babies that are coming into the baby saver just where you are at uh, how is this working are you getting pressure are, are people seeing okay what you're doing is good uh, are people obviously they're afraid to be spotted doing it so, i mean th this this is quite a complicated business it is a complicated business and um <coughs> Strangely enough, we, we're based in Berea, which is right next to Heelbrow, mm. and we actually get a lot of support from the Heelbrow Police Station and the Yeovil Police Station. They've told us that we make their jobs easier. Imagine the trauma a police officer faces, or any person for that matter, when they find a baby that has been abandoned in a rubbish bin where the rats started eating at the baby. Mm. So they acknowledge that a baby saver is is a safe option and quite strange that some police stations in in Johannesburg um, won't actually open a case of abandonment when a baby's placed in a baby saver because what they're saying is this baby was put in a safe place how can it be seen as abandonment so it's very difficult to when nobody actually speaks the same language when when it comes to a baby saver um, so that is why we need to change the narrative to safe relinquishment and not see it as abandonment when a baby saver is used. There are over 40, well, close to 40 baby savers in South Africa wow. already. The idea started here. It caught on in Germany. Germany was the next country to put up a baby saver in April uh, 2000. And from there, it spread across the world. So how can it be recognized everywhere, but yet in the country where it started, it's not recognized as a safe alternative? Mm. And that is what we're fighting for. We've got a petition going. Uh, we've got close to 25,000 signatures on this petition, but we need the community support. 
um, to to create awareness around baby savers and crisis pregnancy centers. Many mommies don't know that there are crisis pregnancy centers where they can go for help. Um, uh, Nadine, the fact that that so many babies are being abandoned. Uh, just uh, and only a few of them survive. I mean, you shared those stats with us. Uh, what is the solution here? Is it is it education? Is it letting mommies know there there are other options than just putting your baby somewhere and walking away? Yes, it's definitely it needs to be um, a, a community project. Society needs to help create awareness of baby savers. It is about education. The the factors that add to baby abandonment, of course, is poverty, yes. gender-based violence, rape, prostitution, even illegal attempted abortions. Where mommy goes, attempts an illegal abortion, and the baby's born alive. Imagine mm. her shock. How does she deal with that pressure um, and perhaps she sees the only alternative to get out of that situation is to leave her baby somewhere unsafe. Yeah. Um, I wish we had so much more time, but we don't this morning. This is such a great conversation. No um, uh, so where to next for South Africa in this battle to, to, to assist and to see uh, this whole situation around what the law says change? I mean, uh, what's the way forward for you as someone who's an operations director? I mean, you, you're looking into the future. Yes, of course. Um, uh, together with Dora Hope and Baby Saver South Africa, we have members um, all across the country, organizations that have baby savers. We are standing together. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we submitted a law proposal to Parliament, but we're also looking at other avenues mm. uh, to, to legalize the use of, of baby savers. In the meantime, what we're doing is to try and create awareness so that it does reach a mommy that faces a desperate situation. So people must please share our um, social media mm. links, Facebook, Twitter, um, our go to our website, share it on your own social media platforms. It might just reach a mommy need and help save the life of a baby. Yeah, and that's at the end of the day what this really is all about. This is about the life of a human being more than anything exactly, else. So this exactly. is the key. So I hope that this conversation brings us to the point that saying there's a lot going on. There's people with lots of heart, there's complications in the law, there's uncertainty, there's a lack of education, but ultimately may it all come together so we can see another baby saved. Um, Nadine, I know there's an awareness walk that's taking place soon. Give us some more info about that as we close. Yes, that's wonderful. Um, it's been organized by uh, Shomiz. Um, she is a, a great supporter of Baby Saver South Africa, and she's put together this walk to create awareness. It's in um, Paul, I think you pronounce it Aboritum or something like mm -hmm, that. That's right. And um, it's this Saturday, at 9 o'clock in the morning, and everybody is welcome. There's no entrance fee. There will be food stalls, prizes to be won, live music. So bring your picnic blanket, bring your family, um, come join in the fun and help create awareness about Baby Saver South Africa. Well, Nadine, that's amazing. So we're talking a lot about uh, different things here. Where can we find the, the information? Is it consolidated in one place, a website, a, a social media platform that you can share some details quickly? Yes. So on Facebook we and uh, Twitter, our link is uh, Baby Savers SA, and then our website is Baby Savers. .co .za. All our information is on there. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much. I know a lot of people's, uh, people's ears have been uh, uh, touched this morning. They're peeking and they're saying, okay, what can I do? How can I get involved? I've got a heart for this. Uh, do get in touch. Baby Saver SA. And this is the voice of Nadine Grabham. She's Operations Director of Doors of Hope Children's Mission, also co-founder uh, of Baby Savers SA. Um, this seems like uh, such a simple thing to say to you on a Tuesday morning, Nadine, but thank you for the work that you do. That feels like thank a massive you. understatement, but thank you for the work that you do in your organization, everybody else that works alongside you, uh, and every stakeholder uh, to save a life wherever possible. So thank you so much for what you thank do, and you. thanks for your time this morning. Thank you so much, Brad. God bless. Thanks so much, Nadine. Uh, it's a, a big conversation on a Tuesday morning. I mean, it's... It's a big deal, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's what, it makes me think of, of that verse. I can't think of its reference immediately, but it's, you know, choose life. Make sure that we've got all the information we need to make a choice, and in that choice, choose life. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.